when I first started coming to Front and Friends of the Dama, it was a small shared art studio, small studio space in the industrial part of Northwest Portland. But we still had you know, pretty, uh, pretty good roster of visitors. <clears throat> and the, the place we'd have a special guest and the place would fill up. And if the windows were open, it would be noisy. And if the windows were closed, it'd be sweltering. And then there were, you know, just a few of us who had strong opinions. <laughs> I remember one particular <laughs> incident where I was on team closed window. <laughs> and I don't remember who was on team, to, team loud noises. <laughs> but I did notice at one point that uh, when I uh, turn around my... Uh, my work would be undone. <laughs> and the windows would be open and down. In my head, this went on for hours, days, weeks, years. You know, it was probably once. <laughs> once I closed them, once I got open. And that was the beginning of my Buddhist education. <laughs> Which team are we on? Where I was trying to figure that out. I have it right, certainly, don't I? <laughs> There's almost no way to know, especially if it's a, if it's an opinion, an opinion or a preference. Then we know. Then we know we don't know. That's been my my learning edge these recent weeks and months. I think is. Noticing how often I assume the circumstances around something and then respond to them from that place, from my assumption. And this is something that we all do. This is absolutely normal. In fact, we have to. Like, you get out of bed in the morning, you assume the living room is still there. There's, you know, <laughs> there's hot water. There's... <laughs> You know, noisy birds and good family. And I mean, we have to make assumptions to get out of bed in the morning. And we have to act upon them, you know, to make it through our conventional reality. There's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> but every time I'm surprised now, I'm trying to pay closer attention. Oh, I responded to that situation uh, based on this whole... Um, set of conditioned assumptions from my own experience. And a lot of times it's not a big deal. Like um, yesterday, I suddenly ended up at a parade. <laughs> There's this big old parade. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Oh, you were there too. Oh. So I was supposed to have a kid in this parade, but he, we had to pull him out at the last minute. But I had some friends who had kids in the parade, and so we were all going to meet up. And I decided to do it to go anyway. And um, and they wanted to meet and park in a certain place, and and we got in this text thread, as one does, 
and you know I had grave concerns because they wanted to park inside the parade route not just how would you do that <laughs> also you need to be over here because you'd never be able to get your kid at the end of the parade route because they're going to be over there and you need to park at the totem pole shopping center <laughs> if you want to get out of there yes we still have in my area things called the totem pole shopping center. you want to get out of there with your sanity before two o'clock you probably should park over there but i'm open <laughs> i don't have a kid in the parade and so all of this and i didn't make a huge problem of it but i kind of was giving advice and all the stuff based on my experience from last year and it turned out that all these people I was meeting, you know, their kids were on buses. They were just meeting their, I mean, they were meeting their kids back at home. <laughs> totally different experience. You know, I had to drop my kid off, I had to pick him up. They're just in the clear. They're just enjoying the parade. They can sit wherever they want. They can sit smack in the middle of the parade route if they want to. They don't have anywhere to be. <laughs> So not a big deal, nobody cared. You know, we met up, we paraded, it was fun. Uh, but when we're doing this practice, and when we're really on this path, we start to know this. When we put a lot of energy into something that we didn't need to put a lot of energy into, like telling people where to sit at a parade based on my experience from a year ago, <laughs> that has almost nothing to do with them. No, not a big deal. We're still friends. No, life goes on. But, you know, when you practice, um, as many of you know, when you practice over a long period of time, you, I, anyway, you know, I kind of come up against these, like, very strong learning edges. And, uh, and I enjoy the experience of exploring them deeply seeing what's coming up and working with it and noticing and trying to really um, kind of piece apart the habit and see where it's coming from, why is it entrenched, uh, you know, not moving into any kind of shame spiral, if possible, <clears throat> but rather just investigating, you know, and trying to kind of... Um, move into a more skillful place uh, if I can, you know, using this training. Uh, I just got back from a retreat and I, I haven't been on a retreat in quite a while, probably four or five, four years maybe since before the pandemic. And um, it feels like a lucky break, you know, a privilege. Uh, really grateful for the opportunity. I've only been on monastic retreats, and uh, so you kind of go to a big place and practice with uh, monks in the way that they practice in the world, essentially, but with a little more quiet, less duties, fewer duties. <clears throat> and uh, as my kids don't remember really how often I've done this over the years. And so this was kind of new to them. They weren't sure about me leaving. And then, you know, I started telling them what, what the main, 
what the main points of renunciation are and they were like I don't know mom <laughs> this is a little <laughs> it's okay I've been doing this since way before you were born <laughs> I'm okay but you know no phones right I was well, which cult are we in no eating after noon okay so no phones no dinner <laughs> and they're talking okay mom that's just <laughs> good luck <laughs> that's kind of the sentiment I got and I deserve it I I uh, I do run my mouth <clears throat> but being you know held by those constraints by those renunciations you know by renouncing the stuff that there's nothing wrong with eating obviously you know but to do that to get by <laughs> there's nothing wrong with talking and there's nothing wrong uh, with using our tools and having technology the point of taking some time off of these things is to investigate what our habits are around them. You know, so how attached am I to you know, having this meal at this time? How attached am I to um, uh, my phone, my ability to get information and communicate right when I want to? Um, how attached am I to uh, expressing my opinions, talking with my friends, <clears throat> clearing something up <laughs> that has seemed to have gone wrong. And we use these tools in our lives to um, make our lives better and easier. They make a lot of sense. And when we're empowered in the environment uh, to look at them more closely uh, and figure out kind of learn more about our relationships to these really normal things um it's a gift it's just a gift for me it has been you know people ask me how is it how is this you know non buddhist or whatever ask me how is it how is it how is a silent retreat and you know i tend to i tend to say well if, you know if i'm not allowed to talk <laughs> That's, that's really a relief for me. You know, it's a relief. Um, uh, because I, I do, I tend to talk a lot and um, make a lot of silly jokes and you know, insert my opinion and uh, get in trouble with my speech and being held to a, a higher standard of what is useful, kind, beneficial, uh, skillful is, is great for me. I can really look, you know, at my own habits around speech. Um, and also another really beautiful thing is that, uh, you know, on a retreat like that or in a space like this even, uh, you can be with people for days, hours, you know, um, a week or longer that you don't particularly like or want to talk to <laughs> or get along with or you're funny about. 
and you can just, there's space to hold it because there's no real opportunity for a confrontation or for defending oneself or for, you know, kind of using our speech to like, get around a conflict. And so we have this opportunity instead to just let it um, marinate, <laughs> let it sift through, to watch the emotions come and go, uh, to see what bubbles up, to see what sticks. It just gives us some more time uh, to feel the feelings before we need to act on them. Speech um, in our society uh, is often used for venting, you know. I had this kind of day. You're the person in the room. <laughs> Do you feel like that on Sunday mornings? <laughs> so this is so here we are so obviously the next step is for me to complain <laughs> to you uh, about this you know we just do that it's a it's it's being human that's why we have people you know to a degree but i you know upon reflection for me doing that um also gives me this weird feeling that i've somehow solved my problem <laughs> Oh, I feel better now. <laughs> and meanwhile, you know, my poor husband, mother, son, you know, whatever the Dhamma friend is kind of like a listing. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. Thank you for that. You know, sometimes we can just, we haven't solved our problem by talking about it. We've actually just handed it off, you know, to somebody else and take a little bit of my burden. And people are there calling them to friends, family. They're there to hold some of our burdens with us. Um, if they have the capacity and we have that kind of relationship. Uh, but it's useful to know, you know, when it's skillful and, and when it's not skillful to do that. Um, I used to pick, some of you have heard this story, but I used to pick my husband up from the um, park and ride after work. So I take this long bus home from Portland and I pick him up at the park and ride. And then we drive the, you know, eight minutes from the park and ride to our house. And he would just vent all the way from work, all the way from me picking him up. And by the time we got home, I was like, I don't, I, that was not pleasant. It <laughs> and after a while, you know, after months, Finally, I was like, I think you might need to get your own ride home. Because I can't do this anymore. And he was like, oh, <laughs> okay. And it took me a long time to realize that I needed a boundary from this energy. But, you know, I, I made one. And it was a way to um, show him but it wasn't skillful. I need to remove myself from this. Seems like you need to walk after your bus ride. <laughs> that might feel great. <laughs> oh, how long though? Well, we have to do this. We have to do this for ourselves. You know, we have to do this uh, to maintain relationships that we love. 
and we have to notice it helps to notice when other people are trying to make those boundaries for us as well. In a retreat like this, where you don't have your normal like snacks, you know, and chatting <laughs> to feel better. And, but everything is safe, right? It's beautiful, it's practically free. <laughs> it's the quiet, warm, the food's great, etc. There are no problems. And so we make a ton of problems <laughs> up here. You can make a problem out of anything <laughs> if you don't have any problems. <laughs> we need problems <laughs> to stay busy. <laughs> so there aren't any problems. So what am I going to make a problem out of? <laughs> and, uh, oh, I did make a lot of problems in my head. Like one morning I got up, I was getting up earlier and earlier and earlier. And one morning I got up at 3.30. And, but coffee is available all day long <laughs> and all night. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll go, I'll just go have some coffee. I'll wake up, you know, and then I'll sit. I'll have a really early morning sit. And I went down to the uh, coffee area, which is also the walking area, which is also like, there's like a monk's office in the back. And it was pitch black. Nobody was in there, obviously. And I turned on a, a light, and it was the right light. It was the light over the coffee, but um, it was pretty bright. So I was like, oh, that's, that's too much. It's 3.30 in the morning. So I turned on um, some quieter lights, which were toward the back of the room, these kind of uh, beautiful globe lights, <clears throat> soft lighting, felt good. When I got a coffee, uh, and I was sitting there, and but then I realized uh, there was a monk <laughs> in the monk's office, <laughs> and I think he was sleeping until I turned on this light right over where he went up and was sleeping. <laughs> I'm not sure that ever in the history of the universe has like a little western lay woman <laughs> been up earlier and woken up a monk <laughs> by turning on the light in his face <laughs> but I think that's what happened <laughs> again assumptions have been back there in the dark <laughs> no not asleep but I think he was asleep so uh I made an assumption there's nobody down there. I'm all alone. Coffee is available. No one's sleeping in the office. <laughs> Guess I'll just do my thing. And uh, that turned out not to be true. So, you know, I just drank my coffee and hightailed it out of there and then avoided eye contact, you know, with, <laughs> with this monk for a couple of days. <laughs> I was pretty embarrassed. Uh, and I did. I made a problem out of it in my brain you know, for a few days. I mean, days, you know, because I could. What else was I doing? Nothing. <laughs> but these sorts of things, you know, in an environment like this, they give us the opportunity to notice where our defilements are, assumptions, you know. Is one of my assumptions. Uh, and then we get to notice how 
long we hold on to something. We don't have to hold on to these things so long. We can learn from them. You know, takes me, I'm a very slow learner. <laughs> but, you know, it's getting faster. I listened to a Dhamma talk before I went to the uh, retreat. And um, it was a, it was a, it was a monk. He's been in robes for a long time, but early in, you know, in his life as a Buddhist meditator, he was going to come to Bulgaria and explore um, ordaining. And uh, he had kind of been around, and he was trusted by the sangha, and he called up Adam Pasano and said, um, "Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to come there and live there and explore ordaining and." Uh, Longfer said, uh, yes, you know, you're trusted by the community. We know you. You know, come on, uh, check it out. And what everything is going to be like, it's not going to be like that. <laughs> and that really was like just hearing those words. What everything is going to be like, it's not going to be like that. And that's helping me in my practice right now of dealing with my own assumptions. <clears throat> what do you think it's going to be? When I was a kid, um, I realized that, you know, kids have these insights that are really important, and then we get them, we forget about them or whatever. But when I was a kid, I had this insight, like, okay, if I can think of it, it's not going to be like that. And so I'd actually, like, picture the worst thing that could happen at, like, all the things I was doing. Oh, people are nodding. I really, I thought this was me. Okay. Nope. <laughs> not me. <laughs> Okay, if I think of this, and I think of this, and I think of this, and certainly these things won't happen, and the event will be good. You know, I thought I had some kind of magic controlling, like ESP. And now, 30 years have passed, and I realize that it's just true. Like, whatever we picture in our propensity to worry and plan and respond in advance, uh, it's not the way it is. It's not. Coming here, it's not the way it is. Going back home, it's not the way I think it's going to be. I mean, it is the way it is. It's not what I think it's going to be. And I've come into this building to mud all over the office, to floods all <laughs> through the basement, to uh, people super mad, to... You know, just all kinds of, every time I come here, I'm like, what's to do? <laughs> and that's the, um, that's what I'm trying to bring right now into that spirit, into other parts of my life. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. So let's see. Let's experience it. Open to reality. What is? what is rather than what I create.